you would pray one for another. He said the righteous, the prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. There's a rhema word in it. We're looking at it today. I want you to go with me to this scripture in Mark chapter 4. And it's four or five verses there focusing on verse 24. Stand with me and we'll read and start here. The Bible said, For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret that it should come abroad. Think about that. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Think about that. If any man have ears to hear. Now watch what he said. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, meet what? What you hear. It shall be measured unto you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. Now we want to know why our churches are dead. Why the world global church, as one of our bishops said this week in our national conference, is in decline? The answer is clear. We're not hearing the word of Rhema that is the foundation of revelation upon which the church can not only be ministered to, but be blessed. For he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word of God. Open our eyes that we can see and our ears that we can hear and our heart that we can understand what the word of God is saying to us. Then let us plight our life until we come into the image of your dear son. Now, Father, we surrender ourselves, yield ourselves, and sanctify ourselves to the word of truth. May the word of truth be spoken from the seat where Jesus sits to the Holy Spirit and then through us to your people. We'll give you praise for all of that in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our high priest, and our God. Amen and amen. Now, you may be seated. Take heed what you hear, the Bible said. Take heed what you hear. For how you receive what you hear is going to be measured to you again. To him that gets the hearing and gives the hearing, he's going to get more. To him that refuses that hearing, the things that would have been given to him are going to be taken away. Think about what I'm saying here. Hear. Hear what, Pastor? Hear what? Now, the Word of God declares that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, doesn't it? And we have rolled all of that into the written Scripture. We've rolled every bit of what it is that we should hear into the written Scripture. But the Bible declares that there is a written scripture that is a logos. And there is a word that comes from God that is a rhema. It's an utterance that is produced that Jesus said would be such that his sheep would hear him 
would know his voice. Not read it off the page, but know his voice. She started this morning and she said, I, I feel led to. Led by what? The written scripture? No, led by the rhema of God. Led by the Spirit of God to do something. Led by the Spirit of God to say something. Led by the Spirit of God to minister to the people. Well, that's exactly the rhema word of God that the church lacks today. It's the rhema word of God that the church neglects today. It's the rhema word of God and the revelation upon which the foundation of the church was built and defined. But yet we don't want that. We want it to be very structured, very organized, very prim and very proper. We don't want the church to do a whole lot of boisterous things. What's happened? Well, I want to show you what's happened. Have you looked recently at what goes on at a concert? We don't want the church to act that way. But the world gets together and they go nuts. They jump. I remember walking into a classroom one time and there was a kid with a big black eye and a big welt under his eye. I said, what in the world happened to you, son? You get in a fight? He said, no, I went to a concert. I said, what do you mean you went to a concert? He said, well, in the concert, they started doing something. I believe the term was banging. And so they started banging into each other, banging into each other. And he went to bang, and another guy went to bump, and the guy's head hit him in the eye, and he came out of there with it. And I said, what would you do? He said, I just kept banging. I said, you eye look at it. He said, I just kept banging. Banging. He said, the sound of that music, I didn't even notice it. Someone had to tell me what my eye looked like. I just kept banging. See, the world has gone to boisterousness, has gone to demonstrativeness, while the church has gone to silence. Think about it. But Jesus said, according to Mark's writing, there is nothing that is hidden. Nothing that is hidden that's not going to be manifest. Well, what do you think is hidden? Now watch what I'm about to say. The written word of God is not hidden to anybody. It is misunderstood by most. It is misrepresented by many. It is misinterpreted by those who are given the task of interpreting it. But it is not hidden. How come, Pastor? Because the Word of God operates from the utterance of the voice of God that manifests the revelation about what it is saying, what it means, how mostly it is to be applied. The Word of God is not hidden. The demonstration of the Word of God is not hidden. It is given to you to be manifested for you. There is nothing secret in God unless you choose to make it a secret. You can sit down and be quiet. 
you can sit down and, and worship as if you are in a cooler. But the word of God was never meant to be received without a spiritual manifestation of what the word of God was saying. Now, let's watch. What happened to my old buddy, Simon Barjona? What happened to him? Matthew 16. What happened to Simon Barjona? Let's look at it. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Why? Because flesh and blood did not reveal. What's reveal mean? Flesh and blood did not give you a rhema word that would reveal who I am. Did you notice also today that while Juliana was talking, she said concerning the complete names of Jesus Christ? In the scripture in Matthew chapter 16, all of the, all of the workings of Jesus Christ are given. I've told you that. <clears throat> I preached on his identification. Today I'm preaching on the foundation of Revelation. He said, Simon Barjona, your flesh, your intellect, your ideas, your thoughts, your prim and proper way, your fisherman's knowledge, your ability to, to control and command those that are in fishing or the boat in which you once rode, that did not reveal to you what you said about me. It did not give you the rhema revelation of who I am. You didn't come up with it because you sat down and thought about it. You didn't come up with it because you heard others talking about it. You came up with who I am because the Father of lights has given you a rhema word and the rhema word has resonated with me and with heaven and because of that, you have been given something that I'm going to build the foundation of my church, my people, and the entire gospel around. What a word. He said, if you will hear my voice, what happened now? He said, if you'll hear my voice, I will meet out to you and you will have more than you had before. Here's Peter. We know him as Simon Barjona, who's receiving something from heaven. I want to ask you a question. What are you receiving from heaven in your life? What word of God are you receiving that is a rhema word, a foundation rhema word that is directing your paths? What is it that you are hearing that God is speaking out of heaven? Jesus is speaking through the Holy Spirit that is directed specifically into your life. And if you're not, why? Why? What's keeping you from getting the rhema word of God? You know what it is? You're not looking for it. You're not expecting it. There were the disciples sitting there with Jesus on this day, and he came and said, Whom do men say that I am? Probably caught them all off guard, and they begin to spout off from the intellect. And there was little Simon Barjona. Simon Barjona was a big mouth, but he didn't speak first in this case. Simon Barjona was a man who received a rhema from God. Now, I'm going to prove that to you in just a minute. Now, let's look. 
And Jesus said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. I want you to focus for a second on the word revealed because this is a critical thought in this statement. Now, if you're living for Christ and nothing in your life is ever revealed to you, are you hearing the word of God? If you're living for Christ and nothing in the spirit world is ever revealed to you, are you really living for Christ? Because the word of God said in John chapter 8 that if you're of God, you're hearing his voice. Someone said, well, now, Pastor, wait a minute. I hear his voice because I read the word. Would really? Really? Because you read the Bible, you hear his word? Because I would caution you, atheists read the Bible. There's not been many that have been in foxholes that didn't read the Bible. Evil people read the Bible. But pastor, I, I spend my time and I read the scripture. I'm not asking you about the logos of God. I'm asking you about the revelation of Rhema that comes into your spirit and leads you and guides you into the specifics of your day that reproves you of sin and righteousness. I'm talking about the word and the voice of Almighty God, Jesus Christ, speaking, communicating through the Holy Spirit so that you can follow and walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you picking up the book and reading a chapter. I'm walking away saying, oh, well, now, wait a minute now, what that mean? I need to go ask pastor what that mean. I'm not talking about that. I'm telling you that the Spirit of God will move upon flesh so that flesh can identify the words of God, the words of Jesus Christ, the rhema of God, and walk and live in revelation of who He is. That's what the Spirit of God was released by Jesus Christ, our man in the Godhead, to do. But yet we, we don't hear from God. We hear from the pastor. We hear from the worship leader. We hear from a song. Isn't that something? We hear a music of a song and we say that song ministered to us. Now often, we are ministered to by the word of God and by song and never realize that it is the Holy Spirit that's speaking to you. We never acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is ministering. We never look into it deeply enough. We attribute the ministry of the Holy Spirit to other things and other people. And we say, oh, thank God for that song. I've heard it on Joy FM a thousand times. Oh, I heard that song. I was at my deepest. What a blessing that song, that song. Never understanding that it is the Spirit of truth 
that is bringing the foundation of the gospel, the rhema word of God to bear in balance, acknowledging it in my spirit, we never get it. We attribute his work everywhere. And in so doing, do we blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Hmm, what a thought. What a statement. In so doing, are we losing our perspective? Do you see Jesus say these words? He said, but my Father which is in heaven. But my Father, watch out now because something dynamic has been stated in that phrase. Because this is what it's saying to you and me. Heaven is capable of speaking a dynamic revelation into the mind of a common man. Heaven is capable of speaking to every common man who is willing to hear the voice of God. Heaven is willing to talk to you and to direct you if you're willing to shut up and listen. But we're not. We rattle on in prayer about everything we need. We rattle on in prayer about all of the problems we have. But when it came down to what blessed Simon Barjona, do you know what it was? Simon Barjona got out of his ability to stay in his flesh. He simply got somewhere that the others didn't go. And in so doing, Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. You went somewhere these other folk didn't go. Now I want you to get this. The Holy Spirit is saying this to you. It wasn't because they couldn't go. It's because they didn't go. It wasn't because it wasn't available to them. They had walked with Jesus just like Peter had. It wasn't because it wasn't there for them to observe and for God to move through them. They just chose to look on what they saw. They chose to look on what they heard from the intellect. They didn't choose to listen to what heaven was saying. Are you listening to what heaven is saying? Are you hearing what heaven is saying? Are you spouting off all of your needs or are you listening to what heaven is saying about the revelation, the rhema word that solves your problems? The Father here Revealed something that became the foundation of the church. Others could have, but they didn't. You can, but you often don't. People fall in to the trap that is set for them by the enemy when the Word of God in the book of Hebrews declares that there's nothing that's taken you but not that is not common to man, but with every temptation God has made a way of escape. And we say, well, yes, we read the Word, but we don't get anything out of it. It is not there. It is in the rhema, the revelation, the inner spirit 
that is dwelling and coming through your soul in the revelation of who he is, what he wants done, how he wants you to do it, the specifics of communication. That's the revelation that we miss. Simon Bar-Jonah became what we refuse to be. We refuse to be a willing vessel when I was a child. And we, we, we put our foot on the neck of this in the Pentecostal realm. Let me tell you that before I say this. When I was a child, we used to have services that were unbelievable. Unbelievable. God would move. People would be slain in the spirit. Clergy would have to stand back and watch just like I did this morning. While members who had prayed for members would deliver a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom or a discerning of spirit or a ministry of faith, healing, and miracles one to another. They would pray one for another in the service and God would do great things. People would be healed. But yet, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. We rely on the ministry. Well, all God wanted was a willing vessel. All God wanted in Peter was a willing vessel in Simon Barjona. There were 11 others there that did not see it. They didn't get the revelation. They didn't get the rhema word of God. But Simon Barjona became a willing vessel. Are you a willing vessel? Are you a willing vessel of the Holy Spirit? Have you surrendered and yielded yourself, your mind, will, and emotions, so that the Spirit of God can do in you the rhema work of God, and from the rhema work of God, you can hear the voice of God, and when the voice of God speaks, let me tell you something, my friend, the waters begin to separate. The earth begins to move. Things begin to fall into place. The puzzle begins to work out. Why? Because it is the specific work and word of God given to His person for the revelation of meeting the need. That's what this thing is all about. I don't know what kind of revelation He may use you for. And I frankly don't care. I don't know what he's going to do in your life. I don't know what gift the Holy Spirit may use you to accomplish. And I don't care. What I do want is a church that's driven by hearing from God. A church that's driven by the Spirit of God. Whatever it is, it may be one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. It may be one of the other ministries of helps or serving. The question is, are you available to produce what the rhema word of God requires? Now, I want to, want to put that in perspective for you. You know, all of us have homes. The man in the home does. I was out with Steve the other day. And I rode around in Steve's cart. Steve, I said, Steve, tell me about this. And he said, well, I do this and I do that. And I, man, Steve, 
you got a lot going on. Am I right? You got a lot going on. He said, yeah, but I enjoy it. Now, let me be honest with you. I'm riding around in the cart thinking, I wouldn't do that. I don't want to do that. I'm glad Steve can do that. I can drive the cart, but I don't want to take care of all of this property. I don't want to put all that stuff in the garden. And I'm glad for Steve. That ain't me. Now, on the other hand, there's a home there that Christina takes care of, and there's all kinds of animals there, and they take great pride in taking care of what it is they have to live in. Now, you're no different. Every one of you operate in your natural man in the same way. Now, you look out. I imagine Steve looks out at the grass, and he says, hmm, that grass is getting a little long. I better cut it. The grass didn't ask him to cut it. Matter of fact, the whole concept of the grass was for it to grow. But Steve looked out and said, I'm responsible for that, so I better take care of it. The house they have is beautiful, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Uh, absolutely awesome. Log home, just beautiful and so well taken care of. Everything about it was beautiful. And I could see Christine and Steve's handprint on it. Now, what, why am I telling you that? Because your spiritual life should have no less impact of your influence. And the only way your spiritual life is ever going to be influenced to such an extent as the place that you live is whenever you begin to get into revelation. When you begin to hear the word of God and you begin to follow the teachings and the specific trainings of the word of God. You will never impact your spiritual life if you don't put as much emphasis on your spiritual life as you do on the things in the natural of which you are, to, you are to, given to take care of. Now, we look at our life and we listen to the crowd. The crowd says, I have a beautiful home, so I got to take care of it. But Peter said, I want to listen to the revelation that comes from God. Now, I want to tell you this. I'm about to close. Peter was a man who just a few verses later from the revelation, just a few verses later, was called Satan. Peter was a man in Matthew chapter 16, just a few verses later from one of the greatest revelations about the names of God, Jesus Christ was called Satan. You know why? Because Peter lost his emphasis. Jesus began to tell them about the fact that he was going to Jerusalem and there he was going to suffer and be killed. And Peter said, no, not on my time, you're not. No, sir, we're not having that. And Jesus turned to him and said, get thee behind me, Satan, the very same man who was living in the Spirit. All of a sudden, reverted to the flesh. What's the message here, Pastor? Well, you can live in the revelation of God and you can revert to the flesh. 
But that was not the reason that Peter reverted to the flesh. The reason Peter reverted to the flesh was to give you a message about revelation. What is that message, Pastor? The message about revelation was this right here. Peter did not get that revelation because he read it. Because it was written in the Old Testament. Peter did not get that revelation because he had been to Hebrew school and they had told him who Jesus was. Because even though it went through completely through the Old Testament, even the Jews didn't understand it. Peter did not get there because of that. And so <clears throat> when Peter went back and got into his flesh, and said, no, not on my watch, you're not going to do this. And Jesus turned to him and said, get thee behind me, Satan. God was saying something to you about revelation. He's saying what Peter has just experienced in the spirit world, what Peter has just done in the spirit world, did not come because of any physical or mental training. The Bible said in 1 John chapter 2 that you need no one to teach you but the Holy Spirit. This thing does not come unless you dive into the Spirit of God and live in the spirit world because your flesh may be willing, but your spirit will be weak. Peter didn't get there because he was anything taught and if he didn't get there that way, you can come to that perspective by not being there either. Peter walked in the flesh just like a man, but he was moved on by the revelatory Spirit of God. Now, where are you today? Where are you? Are you sitting here dull? Are you sitting here without understanding of things in the spirit world. Well, you don't have to be. There has been a way made for you. There has been a revelation of the Word of God that declares in John chapter 8 that if you're of God, you hear His voice. What am I saying to you? You need to start listening. If you're saved, if you're blood-bought, you need to start listening to the voice of God. Just like Peter did. Are you going to sometimes stumble and get back in the flesh? Yes. But what's it going to do for you? It's going to make you realize the truth of the Spirit of God. Your inability to stay and remain in the spirit world that puts you back in the natural at times, as Paul said, we're all subject to it, is going to only remind you of what was happening to you in the Spirit. And then what came out of you in the Spirit. What led you and guided you and gave you truth in the Spirit. What gave you the specific answer that you required at the moment you required it. And whenever you come to that realization, guess what happens to the flesh? It falls off. Now my friend, that's exactly what happened to Peter. Peter went back into the flesh. We know the story. But then on the day of Pentecost, when Peter came into the fullness of the Spirit, Peter began to live that way. Peter began to function that way. You can too. Bow your head and close your eyes. Father, I thank you for the Word of God today. I thank you for the Spirit of truth.
I thank you for the reality of the rhema word of God that is a revelation to us, that we can live in, that can help us overcome our flesh, that can help us to walk in a position where you can speak and we can listen, where we can hear the word because we expect to hear the word of God. We expect to deliver the word of God into our lives and we expect to be used by God to deliver truth, agreement, prayer, and praise into the lives of those for whom we're praying for, for whom we're seeking you for. We expect that you will speak through us directly to the specific needs of our loved ones, of the lost ones, of those we work with and those we eat with and those that we are praying for. Use me, God. Be a revelation through me, God. Specifically, use me in the spirit world. Use me to speak a word in season. Use me to give a word of wisdom at the moment that it's required. Let me hear from you so that I can be the one that ministers the rhema revelation to your people. That is the foundation, God, of the church. The rhema word of God that will speak to me. I take it today. I want to be the one who lives in Rama. I want to know. Now, Father, open their ears that they can hear and their eyes that they can see what the Word of God is saying to them today. Reveal your Rama truth as they listen to hear your Word. Stand with me and receive it. Father, we praise you today. We honor you and we thank you. We give you glory and we give you praise. We receive. We are listening now with an expectant ear to hear the rhema word of God. To hear what you're saying about the things that we're seeking you concerning. To hear the direction of the Holy Spirit. For we have seen it revealed in a willing vessel named Simon Barjona. And we have seen that willing vessel's name changed. Now, Father, change our name today. May we hear your direction as a foundation of revelation that you have set in the church for us to be blessed by for us to be directed by, for us to be kept by. And may we know that at our time, whenever we feel far away from you, and our personal self feels far away from you, that if we will listen to the Spirit of God, we will hear. And your still, small voice will light a path for us will open a walk for us, will give us peace that passes all understanding because we have heard from heaven. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Father, we thank you. Now those of you on Facebook, YouTube, Lift Him Higher Radio, 
you don't know him today, you need to. Because he wants to direct your life. He wants to be in control and lead you and guide you into truth and peace. Prosperity. Simple. Simply say, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. I want to accept what Jesus did on the cross for me. I want to bury my flesh. And I want to be risen with him in the newness of life and the likeness of life that is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. I receive that today. Thank you and amen. If you did that today, you've made a wise decision for your spiritual truth and your spiritual welfare that's going to come into play and minister in things that are neither hidden nor secret as they manifest in your life. I pray that you will get in with a man preaching the word of truth and let the Spirit of God minister. Expect it to minister. Expect Him to minister. Listen for His voice. Listen, and He will give and produce in you. May God richly bless you is my prayer. Father, bless those that have been with us today by whatever means, in the sanctuary or through the media. Bless us and keep us this week safe in the hollow of your hand until we meet again. May we be in prayer and may we ever be listening and tuned in to the words of our Father so that we can receive your direction, your guidance in the days in which we live. Go in peace in Jesus' name. Until next time.
Thank mm-hmm. you.